checking out the podcast and have you ever been given dress up trust Ooh, i've been given the dress up trust and i want to be naughty oh boy yeah and tiktok move on over because witch talk is taking you over oh so much rhyming it's, it's actually really it's really trippy what's going on right now with witch talk on tiktok okay okay into that first am i a bad person for not liking them I really don't like them. Wow. Take a listen. (laughs) Holly and Nira. Virgin. Am I a bad person for really not liking them? Here's the headline. Man wins lottery for the second time in a year. I read this headline and just started raging yesterday. Mm -hmm. The guy's from Ontario. His name is Antoine Vianney. And Antoine won one million dollars playing Lotto Max last year. He won one. Remember, where I was like, and twelve one million dollar prizes. Yeah, he won one of those Lotto Max prizes, right. the Max Millions or whatever, last year. And then just last month, he won another one million dollar prize. Ooh, boy is lucky. And his quote was, "Oh my God, not again!" <laughs> I was like, "I hate this man." I can't stand him. Right. I'm beyond jealous. I'm envious. I'm mad at him. I think he's greedy. I like went, I went, I went to a dark place. You called him greedy? Yes. Okay. Didn't he only win $1 million the first time? Only. Yeah. Because a lot of only. these. Only. Well, no. Think about the jackpots. A lot of these jackpots like that you're buying these tickets yeah. for. You usually end up like people really get to you like, oh my gosh, did you hear it's a $68 yeah. jackpot? Did you get your ticket? It's like $50 million or something right now. I don't know. What Whatever. Whatever. But, but that's where the real greed is. You're buying tickets. Is it? Yeah, you're buying tickets when you know the jackpot is absolutely gigantic, right? And that's when the most tickets get sold. That's yeah. when people are going after it. You're wanting 67 or 68 or 50, whatever million dollars. Yeah. Poor guy's just going for the $1 million prize. He got it, though. And then his friends were all like, well, don't keep playing. You've already beaten the odds. Your odds of winning the lottery are, like, so slim. Yeah. And his friends were like, well, don't keep playing. And he's like, I'm going to keep playing. And he won again. Yeah, no. Then you keep playing because that means you got the luck on your side. You, you got lady luck on you. Uh. When, something, when something really good happens, you ride it out for a bit. You don't just be like, okay, you got, you got something don't going on. Don't you think on. you should share with others? Let other people win? Maybe he did share. Maybe he did share some of the money. We don't know. We don't know what his answer is. It's kind of like, you know, uh. when you get pregnant and then right after you deliver the baby, that's when your body craves getting pregnant again mm-hmm. you know so if you want more than one kid that's when they're like okay within those first couple of years of having a baby you got to try again because your body's craving it mm-hmm. your body's ready maybe lot winning the lottery could be like that too maybe like if you win the lottery you got to keep on going because lady luck's on your side no he only won a million dollars i can't believe only you're freaking out because i feel like now it's someone else's turn okay so the people who win 67 million dollars yeah they're not greedy they're lucky. They're very, They're all lucky. Yeah. If you win any lotto so, prize over like 50 bucks, I'm like, dang, you're lucky. Yeah, but winning like 50 million, fine. 50 million. Yeah. yeah. You're, I could understand if you're never going to try again. Yeah. Winning $1 million in Vancouver. Yeah. You, you, it's in Ontario. Yeah, or even Ontario. <laughs> but what can, what can you, how much can you actually do? I don't 
know, eat for a year, buy groceries, gas. Like the, the bar is low. And I then, don't know. I think I'm just angry. And then after that money. year, he's still going to need money. Yeah. So it's as we all do. Yes. How often do you buy a ticket? Um, like maybe once every, I don't know, three weeks. Yeah. You're not maybe. a solid ticket buyer. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what I'm mad about. I think that's the problem. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you ever been given dress-up trust? I don't think so. Okay, well, it's the season of Halloween, obviously. I have been given dress-up trust. I have a costume party to go to, okay? You have to dress up, otherwise no access to this party. Oh, intense. Yeah, that's what my Halloween parties were like. If you don't have a costume, you don't get in. Wow. Yeah. What if you're high? I'm the guy with no costume. Yeah, no? bye. Okay, wow. You're funny. Harsh. Okay. All right, costume party. No dress up, no access. My girlfriend is being super lazy. Wait, is that a thing? Oh, no. oh she's being... <laughs> Sorry, honestly, thought... <laughs> I was oh. like, that sounds like my kind of costume. No. What is that? My girlfriend's being super lazy. <laughs> she doesn't want to try and figure out a costume, so she's like, oh, whatever, I, I'm just not going to go then. And I'm like, no, you have to go. We haven't hung out in so long, you have to come to the costume party. And she's like, fine, then you can be in charge of my costume. Oh, wow. I have been given dress-up trust. She has fully entrusted me with bringing her her costume for the party so she can get into the party. Um, is she your height and uh, size? Like, same, similar body? Yeah, like, like we're okay. around the same range. Like I, have a, like, I have a couple of, you know, I have a tickle trunk full of stuff. Right, but if I if I was like, hey, Nira, can you bring me a costume? I would be terrified as someone that's way taller than you. I'd be like, <laughs> what is going to happen? I think I could still figure you out, too. Really? If you needed a costume, like, I think I could, like, okay. I think I could do it for you. Okay, so what's the, can you tell me what? You, I don't know. She just gave oh, me the trust. Oh, you don't know yet. She just gave me the trust. The party's on the weekend. I'm like, I was carving pumpkins last night. I didn't have time. I'm just figuring out my stuff. But she has, I want her at the party. So now I have to figure this out. Hilarious for her, and I just figured mine out because I've been super into House of Dragons, mm-hmm. and I I love the character's name Rhaenyra. Of course you do. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. No idea why. So I now have <laughs> borrowed um I've borrowed a wig from my girlfriend who okay. was Daenerys years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that's so Perfect. similar. I can be Rhaenyra. I'll figure it out. And now I got to figure out my girlfriend's costume. And I'm like, would you would you give someone would you give someone dress-up trust for you? I think I would because I'm not good at dressing myself. Okay. But I think for someone like you, like I would almost be more into letting you pick my costume. I let you pick my clothes for a lot of things. Like right. I, I check with you first. I'm like, is this cool? Should I wear this or this? Because you're good at like fashion stuff. I'm not. Yeah. So I think for me, I would be like, fine. I'd be like, you want me to come? I would do the same thing your girlfriend does. I'd be like, you pick it out. You just tell me if you need me to wear all black underneath or whatever. Just tell right. me what color bra. Should I wear underwear or not? Like just give me the details. Right. What shoes. Yeah. And I'll be there. But for someone like you, yeah. Nira, who's very fashionable, yeah. I think that would be your nightmare if you were like, Holly, be in charge of my costume. Like, can you imagine? No, I would never. I would never give you dress up trust. I would love to try. Yeah. And I was just like, the amount of power that she has given me right now. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, so, I'm totally joking. I'm like, yeah, you're going to be in leather, full leather, head to toe. Oh, my. Yeah. You know, and she's like, what do you do? I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. But I'm like, ooh, actually, that could be very interesting. It could be interesting. I could make her whatever I want. Okay. This seems like a bit of a, like a <laughs> fetishy sort of 
dom sub sort of situation. But could you imagine giving someone that much yeah. power and they show yeah. up and you, they got to put on whatever you give them so they can come into the party? Now, are you going to bring a couple options or is it like, this is it, put it on? <laughs> I'm a really good friend. I'm going to bring her a few options. I'll probably send her photos ahead of time too. That's so nice I'm such you. a nice person. And also weird, you have so many costumes. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> but whatever you're into. Holly and Mira. It's time for Holly and Nira's Therapy Thursday. Nira, you need help. Thank you. I just realized something about you. Mm. My husband, John, is one of these as well. And it's called a piler. And if you're a piler, like my husband, John, like Nira, you need some help. And that's okay. <laughs> you're going to have to give me more here. Come on. Uh, when one thing goes wrong, I've noticed that you then pile everything that sucks in your life on at the same time. Correct. Like you're like, I didn't get the parking spot I wanted and inflation and one of my kids <laughs> is sick and I have to go dye my hair and now I'm going to miss my gym appointment yeah. and this and this and, this, yeah. and yeah. all of a sudden, pow, 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 pow. Now you have a massive list of issues. Yes. When really you just started with one. Yeah. It it's called being one. a piler. Yeah, yeah. And it can start with something as simple as I, one eyebrow hair is just off and just irritating my brow. Yeah. Like one. And be like, yeah. okay. And then from there, it's like, okay. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. And then right above that is like, yeah, I feel like a little bit of pressure on my head. And then, yeah, oh, my gosh, the, the credit card payment. And then the interest. Yeah. And then, holy smokes, I'm in, like, I went into overdraft. And, uh, yeah, and then I didn't get the kitchen done. And I was supposed to roast the pumpkin seeds from, you know, the the carving of the pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And will I have time to make the pumpkin soup? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. And I just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real problems. Yeah, well, the inflation was and the credit card payment Oh, dude, they are real. And me being in yeah. overdraft, that's all real. Uh, uh, real problems, I hope you know. No, no, I know. <laughs> I hope you know this. Also, I understand. Yeah. Like, I understand why you, you're you piling, I think. Yeah. But and, it's, not, yeah. it's not a healthy thing to do. No, and my husband complains about it with me as well. One thing that irritates him, like irritates me about him, mm -hmm. and then I'll throw in a, like five more that I've been <laughs> holding on to like, for the yes, month. Also, you fart. He's yeah. like, okay, well, I can't, what? <laughs> yeah, so then I hold on because right. I'm letting a lot of stuff go, Right, but it's a straw. Mm. Or, yeah, it's a yes. straw that broke the camel's back and then all of a sudden I just, oh, everything gets released. I googled it and this online therapist says journaling is actually really good for people who pile stuff on. Yes. Writing it down and actually looking at the list for some reason, even it could be a hundred things, maybe that makes it feel less daunting or maybe yeah. it takes it out, like off you a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it makes it feel less daunting, but maybe I'm not carrying it anymore. Maybe. And then if I put it down, mm -hmm. I've put it down on something. They also say crying is like really good for pilers. If you pile stuff on, pile, 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 pile. Crying yeah. is really therapeutic for you people. Okay. You people. Wow. Me and your yeah. husband, John. Yeah. Do you talk to him like that? No wonder the poor guy piles. Does He's, he put that on his list? He should. <laughs> yes. Holly and Nira. And now, when can you get your hands on Prince Harry's new book and how do people feel about it? That's today's top biz story. Prince Harry's unflinching memoir, it's being called. And the title, Spare. So many meanings. Spare. Oh, God. Like you straight up, first thing you thought was... He's the spare king, the and spare I, prince. And I thought, 
he needs to be spared. I mean, like, the title alone. Like, spare me with, like, because of everything that has happened. You know, it's so much. I don't know. I mean, there's oh, so many meanings, so much information that's coming out with this book. Prince Harry's book confirmed January 10th for its release date. It was supposed to come out at the end of 2022, as in, like, around now. Yeah. Okay, we were supposed to hear about it. But then with the death of his grandmother, the queen, they thought it wasn't appropriate. Publishing in 16 different languages. Build as full of insight, revelation, self-examination, wisdom, first-hand account of his life, holy and truthfully. He also says that he will get in depth as a young boy, a young prince, walking behind his mother's coffin as the world watched in sorrow and horror. Oh, that gives me goosebumps just because that was one of the most horrifying experiences, just as someone who was a giant... um, fan of Princess Diana mm-hmm. looked, looked up to her as an icon she was just such a do-gooder mm-hmm. for the role that she was in you know mm-hmm. and yeah it was so sad for the world when his mother passed away totally will you read it um, I want to Mm-hmm. I really want to read his book. And for you, Holly, just for you, Prince <laughs> Harry is going to be releasing an audiobook yes. read by himself, yes. by Prince Harry, That's for his key. own book, released on the same day. I'm just getting into audiobooks and they're good, but only good if the person who wrote them reads them. Yeah. Because you can feel, it just feels different. Of it's course. so good. Of course it would feel yeah, different, yeah, yeah. right? Um, they are saying that Prince Harry's proceeds from Spare, his book, will be given to charity. Amazing. How are people feeling about this, though? The British are not very happy. They say he's kind of a sellout, you know, betrayal to his own family, ruining the beginning of his father of his father's monarchy, you know, and his father's coronation that's coming up in May. Hmm. And, you know, King Charles is saying there's going to be a giant just smear upon the King Charles campaign to be king with the release of this book. Truth hurts, man. Ooh, I don't know. That is his father. He is the king. I know, but like he's Come allowed on. to talk. I know, but you're doing that to your own dad. There's, I don't know. There's so many ideologies that go. Maybe along his with dad this. is doing it to him. Both ways. I mean, but it was also done to his dad, right? Trauma. Oh, I know. Trauma is what is generational. It? It's generational. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it makes sense. Taylor Swift caught some major heat for a scene in her anti-hero video. It's me. Trouble. So what, she released what, what the video it? for Antihero. Love this song, by the way, where she steps on the scale. Okay? Uh, and when she steps on the scale, it says fat. Mm. Okay, and that's in the video. A lot of people are saying to her that that's not okay, even though Taylor's version, not <laughs> Taylor's version, no. <laughs> but Taylor's version of that is about her own insecurities, her realizing that that's not okay. That that's not okay that her brain sees it as things like that. She was trying to send a message as these are her nightmare scenarios, her intrusive thoughts. Of course, that's not okay, but she was trying to showcase how relatable she is, which, to be honest, is super relatable. I guess so, but you don't want to put Put it out there. Yeah, you don't even want to put that out there. You don't even want to put that idea into And so many young girls and boys listen to her music. Yeah. So she has caved. She has removed that part from the Apple Music version of the video. Okay. And speaking of like body insecurities and, uh, you know, being open and honest about a lot of stuff that they've been going through physically is Zac Efron. Zac Efron. 
Zach Efron, straight up, and I told you this biz a while ago that he said his fitness routine for Baywash left him in a very deep depression because he's like, nobody can live their life like that. Oh, wow. The way he, what he had to do for his body. And we just put up a photo of him. If you want to check it out, Virgin Radio Vancouver on our Instagram page uh, for his upcoming pro wrestling movie called The Iron Claw. He plays Texas wrestling legend Kevin Von Erich. Hmm. And he has completely transformed his body once again. Oh, really? He is giant. Jacked. Like, like, totally different than Baywatch style. Like, he's beefy. Yeah, yeah, like wrestler beefy. Yeah. yeah. Which I like. He's wrestler beefy right now. And I hope, I hope he's in a good place. Because I know yeah. he said how hard it was when he did the Baywatch stuff. The Iron Claw, it's all about the famous Von Erich pro wrestling family from Texas. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's got a really big role and he's working hard at it. And he's definitely method acting. <laughs> and I feel him. for Zach Efron because everyone's like, he had a facelift. He had a facelift. Something weird's going on with his face. First of all, never mind. It's none of your braces. But also, he had some big health things going on and that's why his face looks he, different. Yeah, I told you in the biz, he fell. Yeah. He had a really bad fall. He broke his face. Yeah. He completely broke his face. Yeah. He's like, there's no other way for me to explain it. He had to have plastic surgery and they couldn't make his face the same way again. Yeah, and obviously he would have wanted it how it was. Yes. You know, so but he's we, like, we love his new face too. You know what? Yes. Zach Efron, thank you for being so open and honest about I agree. whatever you're going through and, you know, for working through it. Totally. I'm, it's, I can't even imagine. I'm Nira and that's the biz and it's brought to you by CTV. Don't miss Alaska Daily starring Hillary Swank airing tonight at 10. We just keep it pushing like, aye, aye, aye. It's time to play Polly and Nira's Truth Hurts. Oh my gosh, so excited. We are going to Lizzo and we wanted to take you with us. You need to hang out in the suite. Holly and Nira's Truth Hurts for the Lizzo Suite. It's going to be so much fun. Two truths and a lie. We're going to play it all night while we're in the Lizzo Suite too. And the best part of the suite is there's food, there's drinks, and there's also no lineup for the bathroom. It's a real you know what? score. Girl, that is so true. It's so good. It is the sweet life in this morning. We are asking you to play our game with us. Is this Chris? <laughs> Chris in New West, are you a big fan? Oh, she's so excited. Oh my God, I love this. Love this. Okay, good. Yes, you should go supersonic at this point because this oh, is going to be I... so much fun. Yes. Now, all you have to do is play this fun game with us. It's called Truth okay. Hurts. It's two truths and a lie. You pick out which one of these three facts is a lie, and you're coming to Lizzo with Nira and I, and I think Lizzo's going to be there too. <laughs> yeah, she'll be on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Um, okay, so let okay. us say them all. We're going to give you a moment to think, okay, Chris? Okay. Here we go, Chris. Take a listen. Okay. Nira was valedictorian of her high school and grad committee president. <laughs> okay. Okay. Holly is obsessed with coffee. Okay. And Nira doesn't drink cold alcohol after October 30th. I think it's the third one. Which one is the lie? The third one? Nira doesn't drink coffee after October 4th? Nira doesn't drink any cold alcohol after no, cold, October 3rd. That yeah. is the lie because the truth is Nira does not drink any cold alcohol after October 30th. So way to catch Yay! the lie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't. I, I can't drink cold alcohol. It needs to be like yeah. it needs to be like a hot toddy. She switches to red wine as soon as it as soon as shack it season yes. comes. She's like I only drink red wine. Or red wine or like hot apple cider yes. with like Fireball. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Either way, Chris, you are correct. Yay! You picked on the lie. 
you're coming to Lizzo with us. Woo-hoo! Yes. Yes, girl. Congratulations. Thank you. I was going to say congratulations, Lizzo. No, yeah, her name's Chris, but we can call her Lizzo if you want for the night. All night. Fun. We will. We'll see you November 7th. Get your outfit ready, okay? I will. All Thank right. you. You're so welcome. We're going to play again tomorrow morning, 7.30, right after Nira's Biz. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. TikTok has become the home of modern witchcraft, and it's being known as Witch Talk on TikTok. Must be the season of the witch. Mm-hmm, they're saying it's really big. Cool. TikTok's algorithms make it a safe haven for those with an interest in draw and interest and who are drawn to the practice of witchcraft, hmm. paganism, um, having a coven. They say witchcraft is massively on the rise, especially in this age of uncertainty, dislocation, environmental turmoil. Younger generations are really looking for a renewed interest in astrology, horoscopes, and just, I don't know, just a sense of healing. Interesting. Mm -hmm. There's a really side subculture of people who are now starting to identify themselves as witches. And it's really on the rise. And witch talk is a place where people are learning a lot about witchcraft and just I guess the coven and about paganism in general I don't know a lot about it Mm -hmm. I'm interested in it like do you like what what can you learn like did you learn okay so because this was really big I started looking into a little bit more Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of uh, people who say that they are witches Mm -hmm. and they give out advice and just information and a lot of this is based on nature uh, the earth um, just natural ambiances of what the planet provides for you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is about being grounded and being at one with the sun, the moon, the stars. I love that. And there's a few things that if you want to take away from witch talk, here Mm -hmm. they are. Okay. Okay. If there is someone in your house and you want them to leave, okay, there's someone in your house, you're like, oh my gosh, I just need this person to go now. They say, go and take your broom and flip it upside down. Okay. So you know, usually the bristles are at the bottom yeah. where, your, where your broom is standing. Uh-huh. Let's say if you go into wherever you keep your broom and put your broom upside down, it'll it'll make them leave. Oh my God. Okay, wait, I'm getting a pen. <laughs> These are so good. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, if uh, you want to kind of just bring good luck and good fortune, abundance into your home, you take some cinnamon sticks and you put them at the top of your door. You know what your door, like if you go to your door, you have that little ridge up top usually. Your front door? Front door, okay. back door. Um, you put a little bit of cinnamon, cinnamon sticks. Up okay, there. Okay, I can do that. I mean, we do have a bit of a bear issue in North Van right now, so I might wait till they're hibernating <laughs> to do that one. You can do it on the inside of your home. Okay, okay, you okay, okay, okay. Do it on the inside. Okay, that's good. Okay. Uh, for some basic protection, you should be salting the front and back part of your door. Oh, just be salting around your entrances. And this isn't like salt, so we don't slip. This is like table salt. Just salt, yeah. Okay. Yeah, salt is very cleansing. That's one thing I did learn from the show Supernatural. Salt is your answer to everything evil. I turn to the Winchester brothers for my advice on life. Sam and Dean. Yes. Stop it. No, seriously. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You're the only person I know who's ever watched that friggin' show. But anyway, okay, keep going. Keep going. I'm I'm super into these. Okay. Okay. If you're looking for some extra protection right on the bottom of your doormat, you know how people have a doormat? Yep. On the bottom, you write protection room. Oh, okay. Uh, Protection room. Okay. okay? Always keep a bay leaf in your wallet. That brings abundance into your life. Oh, I have so many. Bay leaves. Because like how many, uh, you ever buy the jar? 
who goes through the full jar of bay leaves? Like, I think mine are like five years old. I don't know. Are yours dry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mine's are mine's in a packet. I don't know how yours are in a jar, but okay. What? Yeah. Yeah, they're dry in a jar. Okay. Ba- okay, so put one in my leaf. wallet. Okay. And um, if there's someone in your life that won't stop talking crap about you, mm-hmm. you write their name on a piece of paper, and then you put it in your cat's litter box. <laughs> So I'm pretty much assuming what the message is there. Oh my god! But it's because cat pee is like acidic, dude. It'll like burn through it. Oh, it's horrendous. You was, cannot get the smell out. Oh, it's okay. the worst. I was thinking of the cat's potty, but okay. Oh no, cat pee is what that is. That is insane. Oh, okay, well I don't have a cat. Okay, you should get one black <laughs> just for this. Yes. Get up, Holly and Nira. It's time for Holly and Nira's story time. <laughs> How good would a hundred dollars be? Because if you're ten years old or younger, we want to hear your scariest, spookiest original Halloween story. Three hundred words or less. If we read your original story on air, you get a hundred dollars cash. Now you can get yourself a pretty sweet Nintendo Switch game with that. Yeah, dude. Apparently, Nintendo Switch Sports is all the rage for Christmas. There's a game, okay, and it comes with a little ankle thing, so when you play soccer, it like thinks you're playing it. Oh, cool. I can do my workout like that. <laughs> yes, Nira, put that Nintendo Switch Sports on your Christmas list. <laughs> on Nira. my list. Okay. <laughs> you can enter now, 94.5 virginradio.ca. You can also put that $100 towards candy or your RESP. And this morning, Holly's going to be reading our spooky story from... It's from Vivian. She is six years old from Vancouver. And I have an, uh, I have a, a, an idea. Maybe her mom helped her type this out because okay. it's pretty intense. Okay. Vivian, six. Here we go. One day, Maya and Jack were walking home. They were wondering about the pumpkin patch that was close to the graveyard. There was a tale that at night in the graveyard, skeletons would come alive. So Maya said they should check it out tonight. They went to the graveyard. Jack saw something move. They saw a pumpkin come alive and the kids hid behind a rock. They went home and went to bed and dreamed about the scary pumpkins. The dream was getting too freaky for Jack, so he woke up to get a drink of water. The next morning, they were very excited. It was Halloween. They decided to go back and see the pumpkin skeletons. In the morning, pumpkin skeletons didn't come out, so they decided to look for clues instead. Maya found a string. What could this be for? It was almost time to put on their costumes, so they went home. Then they went out trick-or-treating. They told their friends how they saw the pumpkin skeletons, and they said, why don't we go check it out? Maya saw the string again. It led up to a roof, and they wondered how they were going to find out who or what is on the roof. Maya had a plan. They gathered soft stuff and pulled on the string, and their neighbor came down. He said he wanted them to have a little bit of Halloween fun. Maya saw another pumpkin skeleton on the roof, and she said to her neighbor, What's that? And he said, I don't know. I don't think that's one of mine. And the pumpkin went back into the darkness. Whoa. Oh, Maya. Interesting. I mean, Vivian. So Maya was the character. Maya was the character. Vivian. Vivian is the writer. Wow. Vivian from Vancouver. I still want to know, what was the string for? It was her neighbor. <laughs> her neighbor was messing with, I, He was messing with them, but he. But, but the, the pumpkin actually was alive on the roof? There was one that was... Okay, so many mysteries here. Wow. Congratulations to Vivian. Just <laughs> got yourself job. $100 cash. Maybe you can help Mama out with some gas, too. No! Candy. What? Keep it all for yourself, Vivian. Get, you know what? Go to the gas station, get gas, and get gas station candy. Okay, I guess so. <laughs> if you want to submit your story, you still got time. 94.5 virginradio.ca Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. 
virgin. What kind of threats work on you? Because, Nira, you need to up your threat game, dude. I haven't said this to you often, but you're not being scary enough. What? I'm talking about the kitchen situation here at work. Uh-huh. We have a shared kitchen here, a Virgin Radio. We have another radio station. There's CTV. There's, there's a lot of people that use our kitchen sales department. There's yes. people. For some reason, I don't know what's going on. Usually the kitchen's pretty clean. Lately, it's been kind of gross. Oh, yeah. Like the coffee marks, the coffee rings, people just leaving their dirty dishes in the sink, not cleaning up after themselves. They spill the oat milk. And listen, I know after you shake that oat milk carton, I know what happens. A little bit of an explosion (laughs) happens through the cap. But I wipe that explosion. I wipe the leak. Not everybody's a leak wiper. Uh, Nira's a next level leak wiper. She's a bit OCD. She's she's a clean queen. We'll call her. Mm-hmm. And so Nira comes in yesterday. She's like, that's it? I've had it? <laughs> With the kitchen. I'm like, okay, well, it's 5 a.m. Let's do this. <laughs> she's like, I'm good. This is what I've decided to do. I'm going to write a note slash threat and I'm going to put it up in the kitchen. I'm like, great. What's it going to say? Here's what she wants her note to say. This is what she thinks is going to turn the whole building around and start really being tidy. Quote, this ain't your mama's kitchen. Dude, it's very cute. I would laugh if I saw that. I'd be like, adorable. Leave my sink, my mug in the sink. That is not threatening enough, dude. You got to be no. way scarier. Way scarier. No, that's, you start, you start it at a certain level. When you're coming in, okay, listen. No. When you're, okay, you have to still remember this is a workplace. Yeah. Okay. And there are cameras everywhere. Yeah, there are. There are. There are cameras. Cameras everywhere. They are watching. You have learned the hard way. Okay. Okay, Don't make it sound like I did something absolutely scandalous and the camera caught me. Honey, have learned the hard way. Right. Okay. There are some few little cutesy pranks you thought you were pulling back in the day. Yep. And you got caught. Okay. By our like big, big boss. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't do stuff like that. So that's why I'm starting it off like pretty chill. Right. With, but it's still enough of a threat. (laughs) This ain't your mama's kitchen. I wasn't like, this ain't your mama's kitchen. My tone when I said it to you was like, this ain't your mama's kitchen. How are you going to convey that on a note, though? It can't be like a little video of you and like hit play and then that was you. Like, you can't. That's not a no, thing. You got to put exclamation points, right? Right. This ain't your mama's kitchen. Right. And then I was thinking like the skull. Okay. Right? So you never told me this. You were just like, I'm going to write a note. This ain't your mama's kitchen. Yes. And that's not going to do anything. And that in itself. And like, don't you know, like moms are scary. You you were, you use the word mama and mm-hmm. people know you're talking business. Right. They also know a mama wrote this. Mm. Right? When a mama writes a note that says this ain't your mama's kitchen, mm-hmm. they know what mamas have been through. But you don't know what kind of mama everybody has. I know lots of friends who go home to their mama and she does everything for them still and they're adults. Yeah, but what I mean is it's written from a mama who does it all. So this mama ain't having it at work is what I'm trying to say. I'm already doing enough of it at home. This ain't my kitchen at home. You ain't my child. Okay, that's way better. Do that. <laughs> I do enough of this at home in all caps. Yes. This ain't my kitchen. You ain't a child. <laughs> See that? I would be like, dang, I better clean up. It seems so long. Don't threats need to be like short and sweet? I mean, you could, if there, if are you open to cuss words? Because you could <laughs> again feel sh- short and sweet. You know, there's cameras everywhere. Right. Everywhere. Right. <laughs> Holly and Nira.